Hey there, my dumb friends, listeners. A quick word from our sponsors. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item, a mystery gift, and to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. adamandeve.com and use code DUMB at the checkout. That's D-U-M-B at adamandeve.com. Use code DUMB at the checkout. And now, on to our show. Uh, welcome, everybody, to My Dumb Friends. Uh, Hello. How are you, Sean? <laughs> oh, Jesus, Tom. Hi. We finally get a good intro off the ground, and you fuck up the first question I ask. Hi. You are you desperately want to move to the third chair. You're not in the. There's no third chair. You're in a mini stool next to the two chairs. You know when he posted the last episode, did you notice he tagged himself first on the episode? Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> it's like if that Mexican midget was like, oh, it's called. Uh, I'm the Chelsea handler now. Chelsea is now my Mexican midget. That's what it feels like. No, what what happens? It's I don't. Except understand. for that guy has good timing. It. When when I type the tags in, it auto fills the rest of your name. So I go Dan Saint Germain, then you hit return, and then Sean Donnelly, and it the whole thing fills oh, out. God, then, Tom, then auto fucking figure it out. All right, we don't need time to waste. Oh. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm just messing with you, dude. No, the, it, then only part of your name appears, and then when I delete the tag, all the other tags move up. So I can't. Anyway, what the fuck? You, you don't need this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, how was your week, buddy? Uh, it was pretty good, Sean. Um, this my dad called me yesterday. This isn't really a dumb thing, but uh, probably like the top five saddest things I've ever heard from a real life person in front of me. My dad goes, he go, he calls me up and he goes, so I've been looking at houseboats. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at houseboats. My, my Versace? What is my, it? <laughs> my parents are separate. Well, they're separated. It's pretty much, you know, it's it's not good. Um, and he called me up and he said, I'm, I'm looking at, like, I'm looking at house, houseboats because <laughs> this that, land uh, thing really isn't working is out. That is domicile. What? Yeah, this land thing isn't working out. So I'm gonna see. <laughs> like the only like like the only thing where should be like if he got like a condo on one of those floating garbage islands. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm looking at houseboats because I might have to take off at any moment. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, Ships go down. <laughs> like, what else do you do if the houseboat doesn't work out? Does he just try to go to space? I don't understand <laughs> what's left. <laughs> A, ro- a house rocket ship? What do you yeah. do? I don't know. It's it's. Cr- what did you say when he yeah, told you that? You're, you're, you're like, like uh, you're, 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 I'm you sorry. You're you're uh, you're a little bit in and out, Sean. And Aaron just went to the bathroom. Can you just talk again? How about now? Then, now you're That's good. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now, uh, what are you saying? I said when when he uh, when he said this, did you just hang up the phone or what did you do? I just said, oh God. <laughs> you know, like I was like, he's like, no. The good thing is, is you know, like, all right, I'm going to either do that or a mobile home. And I'm like, well, then I got kind of excited because then my dad could, like, come see me and we could hang out. Yeah. And, like, a mobile home. Um, so he's basically like, 
about Schmidt, but with an alive <laughs> wife. I mean, wait, but there's a difference. He, does he mean mobile home, like a like a camper like a mini, on like wheels? a mini home, like one of those miniature houses? He means he's gonna live in his phone, Tom. That's what he means. Oh, his mobile app home that he has. Let's just let Sean sit with that joke for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Don't do the houseboat thing if you're having mildew allergy. They're very mildewy. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. you looked that, into it? That could, that could count as a Tom's Haunting realization already. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Sean, you're still, like, a little bit breaking up a little bit. I there? think it's the connection, dude. I got to be honest. I'm sitting oh. the same way I was well, sitting. How about now? Right. I don't want to edit. Yeah, edit it out. So, um, yeah, how, so that, how that's... How does it sound now? It sounds a little better. It just sounds like a little, like, uh, breaking up-y. And, 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 you know, our audience, anyone who's listening to this... Um, me and Sean, you know, we live in different cities. Sean travels a lot for stand-up. I travel for stand-up sometimes. So, it, it, you know, like, unfortunately, it just, it sounds like a lot of, like, it, there's just times in the episode where it's going to sound like a dead person trying to contact the <laughs> living. And there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, the only other solution we have is to is to stop the podcast. I love, I love that now I'm getting pissed at them for a criticism they haven't given us. I'm like, there's nothing else we can fucking do about it, guys. This is Sean's how we're going to Chicago deal. right now. You have, you have that thing where you fill in the blanks. Like right. you, I do the same thing because I did it with you this past weekend or, or a couple days ago. Which one? We emailed about the episode coming out, and I said I wanted to just be consistent and then you were, and then your your responses, you were like, "Well, there's nothing I can do. It's a show day, and I'll see what I can do." But I assigned a tone to your your text. Oh no, that was my tone because I thought there was a tone to your text. See, there you go. So I was like, "I'm there not." There wasn't I don't a tone know. to my text. All I said was, "We have to have the podcast come out uh, like consistently." And that, and then you responded, "Well, there's nothing I can do. It's a, it's a show day, or I'll I'll do what I can." That's what you yeah, said. Yeah, I know because I, I was annoyed that you said that because you gave it to me on on like Sean will do this sometimes where like all of a sudden we'll we'll turn and Sean, you've been very good with the podcast lately, so I'm not shitting on you working. Well, you know, sometimes, can you let okay, me finish my ahead. sentence? You don't, and that's another thing. You don't let people finish a sentence. <laughs> Uh, what I'm saying is, Sean, like, immediately, it's just like, all right, guys, we got to do this. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm at work. I can't, we can't, just because you say, hey, let's make this happen doesn't mean the world can just, like, fucking do it. I need at least a day to listen to the fucking podcast to get edits. And I was, and, and you know what, man? I'm, I'm glad you're listening to the podcast now, but I've been, list, I listened to the first 120 episodes, okay? You have to listen to it because you say shit that has to be edited out. And how many times have I edited shit out for you that it would have bit us in the ass and then if we hadn't edited out it would have helped us fucking two months later when the stuff we shat on ended up helping us <laughs> well all I know is this like you 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 like this is the other thing too like you you're giving me shit for for emailing twice about the podcast but there's times where you'll email me You'll email me, and 30 seconds later, you'll call me to ask me the fucking same thing about the podcast. You don't give me any time to fucking, like, figure things out. Well, that's something I could work on. Yeah. <laughs> same here. I'll fucking, I'm working on my part, too. What's your part? I'm saying I'm listening to it, and I'm, I'm, I'm more involved in trying to get the thing out there. And we're trying to do stuff to get the, <laughs> more people to know about the podcast. 
Yes, yes. we do. You just said it's so stupid it, You're not there. very tech-savvy. I'm way more tech-savvy than you are. That's fine. <laughs> Fucking tech-savvy me away. I don't get like, whatever's going to help the show. <laughs> and I love he's trying to like say tech-savvy, but the stuff beforehand just sounded like it was from a longshoreman. He's like, I'm trying to do stuff for the show that'll help the stuff on the show. <laughs> like, I think he just used stuff twice in the same sentence. Um, All right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that, I mean... I mean, that happened with my dad. As far as, like, dumb stuff that I did this week, you know, just... And we're saying this, guys, because we know... We fucking know that, like, you're like, well, I liked it when we talked about dumb stuff. Well, we're doing everything now. We're doing everything on this podcast. <laughs> you're doing it so again. Th- you're I'm sorry. The well, I'm just trying to say, like, we're trying to, like, make everybody fucking happy. So deal with this. Uh... <laughs> uh well, I had I, I got into trouble. I, I did Emily Heller's show on Thursday night um, yeah. at UCB Franklin. I did. It's a really good show, fresh out. And I'm backstage, and there's this guy, this comic in New York who I just met named Rocky. Do you know him? He knows you, I think. He's Rocky, like a really big. I, he's like a really. He's a Southern guy. He's really big. I don't know big, if I know him. Big white guy, Southern. Um, I anyway. think I met him once or twice. Yeah, we were backstage, and. Uh, and we're talking. He talked to me about how his his uh, his um, his sister's deaf, and and we were talking. And then the only thing like he's talking about it, and then I just go like, and there's two like girls right next to me, right? And I go, and I'm like, do you know sign? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, man, that's got to open up like a whole section of chicks that like, <laughs> and and they got these two girls got so angry. <laughs> They're like, really? That's your first reaction? For when he says his sister's deaf is to bring up all the pussy he can get now that he gets sign language. And I said, well, you're being patronizing. You're you're treating her like she's fucking in a wheelchair or has Down syndrome. She's just deaf. And they're like, what's the role? What would be wrong if she was in a wheelchair? And I'm like, I'm out of here. And then I left and hung out backstage with Emily Heller until I had to go back on stage. Oh, my God. <laughs> you You were like, how about that bereavement pussy? How about that? <laughs> And you know, moral of the story, I had a really good set that night. <laughs> that, so that's what does it. That, that's what fuels your act. <laughs> Saying shitty uh, But I mean, like, is that really even... What, what, it's not that it's bad. Not that uh, bad. Well, it's not that bad. It's kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like what, we're in Spanish. You could fucking clean up in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, real, if you were bilingual in L.A., a whole new world opens up. Oh, yeah, totally. So why wouldn't that be the same thing with deaf people? Why? I had a moment where I think a comic got mad at me at Meltdown. Last time I was there, I did Meltdown. Yeah. I, I hung out with you when I was there. And um, I went up there, and I was joking. I wasn't like – right away, I was like – I just was joking around, and I go, oh, that guy Nick Yusuf was on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Nick. And I was like, yeah, you got me for the first act. I don't, What do you want? What do you want, hot Nick Yusuf? Like I made like a Nick Yusuf uh, – yeah. like, like I just said, what do you want? The hot guy, Nick, like joking around. But then I went back and like he didn't look in my direction. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but I, think he, I think he like, I think he uh, thought I was like shitting on him for being like a hot guy, which is weird because I said he was a hot dude. I, you I know thought- what? I will actually sympathize with Nick there because Meltdown <laughs> is the one place where a hot guy can feel like a minority. Oh, well, get, well, who fucking who? How about that? <laughs> You're one place in the entire world that you can feel like shit as a hot guy. Yeah. I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> I don't think he felt like shit. I think he thought hey, I was like can... trying to shit on him. And I don't know him that well. I just pulled the name out because I was like, this is a harmless thing to say. He's yeah. you're, you're calling somebody hot. But then I went back there 
and it was fine, but it, it was like a little bit awkward. I was like, I felt like a weirdo. I think too, he's just got because I talked to him. He was very nice. He did a show on Wednesday, and he's just a little stoic too. So that could have been it. Yeah, maybe that was. It. He's a nice guy. It's not that he's a nice guy. I just felt like he was like, oh, this fucking idiot. We don't even know each other well, and he's using my name on stage. Like it's one of those kind of things. Uh, yeah, I I think that like uh, I I, I think you're both right. Okay, thanks, fucking uh, even, even Evan. Thank you, I appreciate even, that. Oh, my God. I don't oh my know. God. What is that, the boring friend of Wreck-It Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> even Evan. <laughs> thanks, even Evan. Thanks for the <laughs> up roses. That is, without a doubt, the worst insult I've ever heard in my entire... But here's the thing. Going back to the deaf thing, like, I'm... Like, ooh, ooh, like, what they're saying is, I'm saying that I would want to fuck a deaf girl like I would any other normal girl. So why would, wh- like, people don't understand with this. Uh, I, yeah, I hate Dan, it. you're being progressive I'm with your being fucking progressive. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I, I listen, I, I'm not like one of these guys who's like, this fucking PC culture. I hate those guys. But I yes. also hate this, like, you're just looking for fights. You're just looking to pick fights here. And I and I thought the two girls, you know, who insulted me better, funny. They're nice people, and I'm not like shit. I, I'm just saying the culture has gotten to the point now where, like, what is it? What? Ugh, it's like you're tr- you're making me what? It's it's like treating, like you're asking me. It's the same thing as like the magical Negro thing, where it's like treating deaf person like this. Like what you're doing is you want me to put this on this weird mystical pedestal where I can't talk about them sexually. It's just <laughs> frustrating. That's all. Dan's running out of air again. Sorry. <laughs> I got really upset. I got really paper, upset. Brown paper no, I hear you. It is true because there's sometimes where you say something harmless and then people can just make you feel like shit for yeah, saying and it's their own baggage that they're bringing in. They're into not it. deaf. They don't fucking have like and even a wheelchair person. That's fine, too. If, if, I understand if somebody has like a traumatic head injury or is learning disabled. Then you really shouldn't do that because, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, if, if it's a physical fucking handicap, who cares? Uh, oh, God, drives me fucking nuts. You needed to ask him what the ASL for "It's been a tough week" is. That's all. That's all you needed to learn from him. Oh, is this about? This is Tom. Is this about Tom? Is all butthurt because last week we made fun of him for capitalizing on the Dallas shootings to try to get our episode listened to, <laughs> and he's still butthurt about this. I'm always thinking about the podcast. That's you. That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can't make it look like we're monsters in yeah. the process. Check out, yeah, we have actually, uh, we have a new poster up for it's at the 9 11 memorial wall. Tom, <laughs> Tom stapled Wait. it to it, so check it's it out. Just, it's the ad for the, the show in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it. But you know what, Sean, I wanted to apologize. I, uh, I give you shit about um your diabetes all the time but you possibly getting diabetes i went to the doctor two days ago i am pre pre diabetic so <laughs> until oh, i have to start why, why is tom laughing because tom is a fucking piece of garbage <laughs> and like he gets away with the murder on this show because he's he's like oh, oh i'm just poor tom i'm like fucking <laughs> It was the irony. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a pre-pre-diabetic. Well, they said basically I'm on the I'm on the line to becoming pre-diabetic because I have high blood sugar, so I have to start eating like like I have to lose weight. I have to lose weight now physically, and it's uh, and it's funny because I went there because I wanted to get some STD tests, and like <laughs> I, I went there and I'm like because uh, I, I was like 
I was like, hey, do I have HIV? They're like, they're like, no. I'm like, all right, herpes? And I was really nervous about herpes. And they're like, no, you don't have anything. And I'm like, woohoo. They're like, but you are at real risk for diabetes. And I'm like, no, but I don't have herpes. They're like, yeah, but you don't understand. You could, you could kill <laughs> like, you, you could kill yourself, you know? Like, because like, like diabetes is way worse than herpes. Oh, yeah, it is. They don't even <laughs> care about herpes in those places. Yeah, they don't. They're just like, yeah, that's just an aesthetic social stigma. It's not a real thing. It's not a real thing, right, exactly. What is they, the well, I guess, to be honest, I'm, I probably have uh, I probably have diabetes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go see a doctor, dude. I'm more nervous like, about I'm you going than when me, I, even. I'm going Thursday. I'm going Thursday. <laughs> I don't know if I do. I think I'm still pre-diabetic. I don't know. It's I I have to start. I don't know. It's pretty bad. Do you have high it's blood sugar? Bad. Um. Yeah, I think it's like high blood sugar and stuff. But I think the last time I went, he was like, "Yeah, you're pre-diabetic, so you have to stop." Oh, so you know? I'm pre-pre. I'm I'm a stage behind. So why? So okay, all right. So I know I, when w- once you croak, I know I have to really get shit together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use that as a benchmark. <laughs> death is a benchmark. Me and, and my, then- me and my dad take your body out on his houseboat and bury it in the Atlantic, <laughs> like Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Get six to the bottom. We just throw Tom in there too because he's annoying. <laughs> Make his kids watch. Lower Hudson somewhere. <laughs> right near the George Washington Bridge. Oh, so, Tom, like, Tom. You know, Tom, Tom yep. is always annoying, but I think it's time to talk about some more annoying people and what's this, what's guy's, this guy's fucking problem? <laughs> We, I do you have one as well. This I week, have one, no? but I don't think mine will be as good as yours. Uh, well, mine, mine mine's also kind of shows we should, how we crazy should probably I am. make it. We should just maybe have a section called "What's this Uber driver's fucking problem?" <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I always run into a problem. All right, I I don't know about you. On the road, I lie now when when I um, if I'm asked what I do, I don't yeah. say comic anymore because it's too much of a painful conversation when that comes up. <laughs> It's yeah. Oh, I stupid. I a hundred percent agree. They're like, "Oh, you were a comic, huh?" <laughs> and they always look back, and it's like, "Watch the road. What are you doing?" <laughs> and uh, I bet. So, oh, let me tell you. I bet you. I bet. Hopefully, you don't make me into material. And you're like, "No, you're too fucking boring, dude." This guy topped it. I'll tell you why. It was a forty-five minute ride. I had to go from downtown Chicago, like Old Town Chicago, to Rosemont, to the Ugh. suburbs. This guy picks me up. And he literally, I had to tell him I was a comic because I was going to Rosemont Zanies. So he's like, Zanies, huh? What are you going to Zanies for? I'm like, I could have just said I was going to the show, but it was so early. I don't think he would have. So I was like, oh, I'm a comic. I'm on the show. And he was like, oh, yeah? You know who I want to punch in the face? Adam Sandler. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing this guy says. And I go, why? And then he goes, maybe you can tell me. Why Why does this guy's movie suck now? And I go, why would I be able to tell you that? <laughs> I go, I, and then finally I go, I don't know, man. If you just don't like him, I'm sure some people like him. I don't know. I haven't really seen him lately. And then he goes, he goes, well, I thought maybe you said you're a comic. You could give me a short answer about why this guy fucking sucks now. And I'm like, no, that's not a thing that happens. And then he, but he just, and the whole ride was him just being like, you know who else sucks? This guy. And then he would just name Ugh. comics names. God. And, and then you, it's, it's you're like, oh, I wish I knew like, some other Uber drivers I could talk to you about. 
What'd you say? Like, I wish I could. I wish I knew some other Uber drivers I could talk to you about. Oh my god! The whole time I'm like, what's this guy's fucking problem? Oh my god! You know, and you sit there and you're hostage. You're held hostage. That's the worst part, dude. Because, yeah, you sit there, and you can't go anywhere, and then I'm in bumper-to-bumper traffic, and this fucking fatso in a ponytail is telling me about how he wants to fuck these chicks. That Do I ever get laid at comedy shows, and he'd be fucking all the chicks at the comedy? I'm like, you wouldn't be touching anything. I don't think you've seen a pussy in your life. Yeah, yeah. The only (laughs) thing you... Yeah, the only thing that you'd be touching is a fucking plate of taquitos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a nightmare. You know, you, and it, it, here's the thing, too, I don't like about Uber drivers. Like, I don't know if I talked about this. Like, I think I did. I did the this was when I did the Houston Whatever Festival, which was a really fun comedy festival I did in November. Um, but I got in and there was like or maybe this was Minneapolis. I forget where it was, but there was a mini water bottle and like tissues right next to the video. And it just looked like they were trying to get me to jerk off on the way to the airport. (laughs) What is going on with these Uber drivers? It's just Purell and lube. And yeah, (laughs) it was really weird. That is weird. And then how, how far into the uh, ride did he, uh, did he ask you or what, when did you reveal you were a comic? Like how many minutes of the drive did you have? Uh, Three minutes. It's God. Literally, literally asked me right up. Oh, you're on the zanies out there, huh? Why? And I'm like, there's no way around. There's pretty much and no way the around. And the like, whole conversation was just like, Little Nicky sucks. Happy Gilmore. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. That's exactly it. And I'm like, I have nothing to do with this. And I go, I go. The guy's been making movies for 20 years, man. He's really funny. It just. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know if you don't like him now. It's like right. maybe you're just your sense of humor has changed or something. And he's like, he's like, nah, that's not it. He fucking blows. If I ever saw him, I'd punch him in the face. I'm like, <laughs> you're you're a fat right. Uber driver with a ponytail and glasses. You're not, right. pun- not punching anybody. You should. I, I you should fucking. I say that, and then I I realize that I have been a fat guy in a ponytail, and uh, <laughs> so I'm not like should, not like this guy. He was bald and had a ponytail at the same time. That's, that's not like, a good look. The, no, one of my favorite sketches on Kroll Show is ponytails with T A L E S. And it's about <laughs> tales of guys with ponytails, and they all they all like are they all are bass guitar players who own iguanas. It's like <laughs> it's really funny. They always do this thing, those Uber guys also. At the end of the ride, they go, so what's your name? I got to look you up. And it's like, you're not probably going to do that. Right. And I always go, and they go, all right, Sean Donnelly? Okay, all right, good. And then, and then you go, and then you leave. And it's, oh, it's so brutal. Well, I was at Sanford and Son last April, and fuck it, I'll talk about it now because they kind of, they kind of, they kind of, I, I'll just say it wasn't a great weekend. I, I got uh, – there was some discrepancies with the check. I'll say that. But luckily my agents took care of it. Um, so – but anyway, I uh, – So I guess you're saying that you'll never go back there? Is that the thing? I'm not going to be – no, I don't think they'll have me. I don't think I'll go back there. But um, we got in the car. I got an Uber there. And the guy drove me on the wrong side of the town. And then he was just like, it was a cab, I think, actually. But he goes, all right, I'll just, I'll, I'll only charge you half the fare. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, because you know you drove me to the wrong part of town. <laughs> you fucked up. This is why, you know, like, you, you, you see enough of this shit, and you're just like, like, m- maybe, you know, m- maybe, maybe Bruce Springsteen's wrong to like the working man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> maybe Megan Gilly's right. Maybe the- <laughs> <laughs> she's well you know what she will be when she's on later in the episode sean <laughs> oh yeah sorry <laughs> fucking moron 
We uh, just to give you an idea, should we we record the interviews up front that we put later in the episode now? And Sean just referenced something I you referenced guys something that haven't heard yet. Either. So um, <laughs> here's something that bothered me this week, Sean. Um, What's that? I just got this is so stupid. This is so dumb. But uh, and this is totally in my head. Uh, a Twitter bot uh, favorited something of mine that happened um, three years ago. It's when I first sold a show to Fox with Jake Johnson, and I'm like. In my head, I'm like, is this name drop? Even no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait, This, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, but I'm like, is this bot trying to bring up the fact this wasn't turned into a show? (laughs) Like, I got angry at the bot for my pilot not beating Greenwood. (laughs) (laughs) Chance it wasn't a bot, and it was Tom's friend from Taiwan. (laughs) Yeah, Tom, can we talk about that? No. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I w- we all, we all, me, Sean, and Tom all have access to the My Dumb Friends Facebook fan page. And if you listen to past episodes, Tom has been <gasps> talking to this girl who may or may not be a bot, but she looks exactly like a bot. She's okay? not a bot, but she's probably not a bot. <laughs> At this but- point, we have to out it that she's not. She's a real person. But they've been like messaging each other, and like weird stuff's happening. She's like, "Okay, I'm a little buzzed. You ready to talk?" And I'm like. Are you and Tom about to go on a date? Like, what's going on? And then, like, I guess Tom stood her up for Skype, and and then like she kept messaging, like, "Where are you? Where are you?" And then today she's like, "Where are you, guy?" And I'm like, "What is Tom? What is going on with you in this bot? What is happening? You guys have a whole relationship. You like, like, what are only the letters that you've sent each other are like." The letters John Adams and Abigail Adams used to send to each other when he was like, you know, like like in in France brokering or or England brokering peace treaties or something, you know, it, it's crazy. What is going on? What's going on? Nothing. We were I was going to try to Skype because I and record a chunk to prove she's not a bot, but then I I ended up the the night we were supposed to be on Skype. I picked up a show and I didn't get back home till like three in the morning, so okay. I couldn't. I couldn't be online, so it's supposed to. We're supposed to at some point get online. Oh, and now she wants to still still Skype or no? Yeah, yeah, she does. It's just I wasn't I wasn't there and I couldn't get on. Uh, you know, I'm in the middle of nowhere up here, and She's I couldn't. She's very get on. nice. She's very yes. nice. We're, we're just concerned about the relationship between Tom. And I definitely. Uh, I definitely had a moment where I was like, because one of the pictures she looks young. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, I looked up and I'm like, then I saw a picture of her in a pantsuit at a board meeting. And I'm like, all right, thank God. And then yeah, you pan yeah. out the picture and she's like playing a board person in her high school play. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's Asian, so they look very young. Oh, let's not stop. Let's stop. Whatever. I whatever. T- it's true. Well, how, is that, how is that bad to say it's a positive thing? Yeah. Well, you uh, you're able to uh, you're able to really maintain a youthful demeanor when you spend all day yelling Godzilla at people. No. Is that what you're I trying to say, say, Sean? Hold on, I can't say Asian people look young, but you can say, "Hey, I bet you're fucking a lot of death chicks." I <laughs> uh, just looked it up, guys. The age of consent in Taiwan is 16. All right, thank you, creepy Aaron. I'm glad that that's the first thing you said today. I really appreciate it. I can smell the Vaseline melting on your chest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I tell you, you think the other producer is going to be any better, but he's just as creepy. 
Aaron, Aaron doesn't say anything for the rest of the day now, not even to his fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you, yeah, you had something it, else happened with another Uber driver, right, Sean? Well, no, that was just a pretty interesting thing where this, it was this lady who drove me. She was actually cool, but she told me a story about her friend at the hair salon. She mentioned that. Her friend oh, at the hair salon. This already sounds like a riveting story, by the way. Told her about how her brother came into the hair salon one day because the woman worked there and was like, hey, can I borrow some money? I'll pay you back. And the woman's like, how much do you need? And he's like, 800 bucks. And she's like, all right, you better pay me back. And the guy left and he literally got on a plane to Hawaii and didn't contact anybody for five years. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that the way to cool borrow story. money. That definitely is the way to borrow money. Yeah. He literally left. He, he, he knew what he was going to do. He, was just gonna, he wanted to detach himself from his life. He was like a guy. He had like a corporate job. He, like, he made a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. And then he just decided one day he was going to borrow this money for the airline ticket and then take off and not contact his parents or his sister for like five years. And then so finally, weird. after a while, they were like, he's not contacting us. And they got private investigators to go and try to find him. And they tracked him down in Hawaii. And he was living as a homeless guy in Hawaii and working at a church like while he was homeless in Hawaii. And then finally, the parents had to go out there and convince him to come back to Chicago. So was he a drug addict or anything or no? no I think no. I think he was. No, not at all. He was just, like, done with life, and he was like, I need a break. I need to be detached. I need to be on, feel free and be on my own, so I'm going to just leave. Um, and then I had an awkward moment in the car with, with the woman where I was like, yeah, but, you know, everybody thinks of that at some point, and she just was silent after I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not me, honey. I know. I just got this guy just wrote your – I just made a joke about Mike Pence, and he wrote, you were an idiot underneath it Dude, can i block this guy now on facebook or twitter uh facebook let me see i want to see what it looks like here can you block him no don't block him engage him i don't think i want to engage him you who's who is he james, james he doesn't even have a picture no he doesn't there's a bot leave my taiwan friend alone <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna... he, wrote, he wrote you're an idiot and there's two replies yeah Kevin McCaffrey, this guy's profile picks exactly like Mike Pence. <laughs> Julian Simmons wrote, accurate as fuck. Uh, I'm just going to write, ha, ha, ha. I don't want to engage him, really. No, write, why am I an idiot? Just to see what he says. No, oh. I don't want to, because then I don't want to spend all day to do that. Come on, uh, that's fun. Then just block him. No, block him at some you point. Story, do it for the story, bro. <laughs> yeah, the story, bro. I, I know, because uh, the whole day you end up. Fighting with some fucking moron who's never, you know, is just a loser. Um, yeah, this actually, this qualifies as a what's this guy's fucking problem. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously he's a, tr I'm, I'm looking on his Facebook profile. He's obviously a Trump supporter and, um, and he's got no profile pic, which is really creepy. So you never know when a guy's going to fucking shoot you. Uh, so that's, yeah. that's part of the reason too. I don't like to engage in stuff because these guys, you never know nowadays, this, you know, like when they're going to, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So. Yeah, all you said was Mike Pence looks like a guy who welcomes you to a whites-only golf course. <laughs> That's is, funny. It is true. Got, it's funny. You got 80 likes on it. That's a good joke. 80, 80 likes. I got 40 Twitter uh, likes uh, on it. Uh, not that I'm counting. But seriously, this guy, Mike Pence, I mean, 
And this this is our uh, this is uh, we don't know what we're fucking talking about. This is that second. I don't think, I don't they, think know they know what they're, what talking, they're about. talking about. Man, that was a horrible intro. Uh, <laughs> but this guy, Mike. I mean, you could not have picked uh, besides Ted Cruz a, a more unlikable candidate for VP. I mean, this guy, he's the one who uh, encouraged businesses. Uh, he did the whole. He was the pro religious freedom laws for businesses and you know we can yeah, he's a piece of shit he's a real piece of human fucking garbage that guy and you know he made uh he was the one who uh he i forget what he did about uh like women and their abortions uh, he, you know he obviously he, he hates planned parenthood and he, he thinks women who have has a have it's abortions also are it proves animals. that trump is a fraud because he doesn't believe in the same things as this guy no, he's in in a lot of ways. If you look at the early New York Times had an article about this in the early '90s, Trump was really progressive when it came yes. to like like letting gay people who you know come into his uh into his his, his casino. I mean his golf courses and and also uh you know donating money to the fight against HIV and AIDS. So it's like now it's like it's he's doing like a complete 180. He's doing a 180 because he just wants to win the win the thing at this point. That's that's all it is. He has no actual opinions on any of this stuff no he doesn't he has he has, he no, has no maybe he has opinions but he has no that nothing is consistent and nothing is actually he doesn't mean anything he doesn't actually have any dog in the race because he just wants to win win the race they, they have a thing where they ask how many race analogies you? are shot and then there's like another race next to that race that's not what I said, dickhead. But all right. <laughs> Basically, they, no. What? What? There was a thing with him where he was asked. He goes, "If you win, if you win the race, are you going to actually become president?" And he was like, "Let's see what happens. Let's see what. Let's see where we are when the, when we come to that." That's what he said. Basically, saying like he might not even take the job. <laughs> it's like who the fuck said? It's like he's just. It's just one of those things where the guy. There's no allegiance to whatsoever. He doesn't care. He's obviously, you know, he just wants to, at this point, maybe stir the pot. Who knows what? Maybe something fun fucking with everybody. I don't know what it is. I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I really, there was a moment there where I really thought he was going to pick Ivanka as his VP. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I was like, you know, he may. Who knows? This guy's such a looney tune. I thought he was going to pick one of his kids. I thought that, that was an option, they said. And it was like, if he did, that would have been fucking amazing. Dude, they, I read an article that the, the RNC is short money for the convention. They're six million short because of Trump. <laughs> yeah. They're well, six million dollars short to put on the convention because of Trump because all these fucking sponsors back out. None of these none of these uh uh politicians are going to the event. Three of the celebrities that he said are gonna be there aren't gonna be there. Tim Tebow came with a video and he's like, Yeah, there was something there was a miscommunication. I'm not going. The guy, the guy's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna win. I don't think he's gonna win the. Thing. I don't know. I mean, uh, apparently it was like one of these things where he like they a poll came out where he was like maybe beating Hillary by a point, but then the next day there was like four more points that are like, yeah, that's not true. She's still beating. So, yeah, yeah. I just think that it's. I you know, I hope so, man. I mean, the the platform is so Looney Tunes this year. Uh, we were talking about it at my uh, job, where um they were like. They have like they they have pro gay conversion therapy on their platform. 
Yep. They have a yeah. wall you in know. Mexico. It's the the guy is from Queen. You he's from Queens. You know he doesn't believe any of this. You know he's not religious. He's not religious at all. No. He said that he's like a, a new a new Christian. That he now he's Christian and everybody just nobody who's believing this. Well, and he, he, said goes, he's he goes a proud Episcopalian. He said, yeah, which is like the, the besides Unitarian is the most bullshit of the Christian. No, yeah, Unitarian's yeah. not even Christian, but. Um, Episcopalian, not Unitarian. I know, I, I know. I was making a comparison. Episcopalian is the, I mean, that is the ultimate, that's the Coors Light of Christians, you know? Well, <laughs> it's, really, the, it's the, there's not US, much of a it's yeah. the U.S. It's the U.S. version of the Church of England. That's what Episcopalianism is. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's horseshit. He even said when when he went and sp- spoke at that faith conference last year, that was the one where he shat all over John McCain for being yeah. a war hero. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he said he said, you know, I take, you know, I, I do do I? They were like, they're like, do you ever want redemption for something? Or do you ever feel ask God for forgiveness? He goes, I don't really ask for forgiveness. You know, I mean, I take the wafer, I have the little wine. You know, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he does stuff like that and you're like oh this guy's kind of funny um well it's funny but it's like not meant to be funny they they also they also asked him about who he consults on his foreign policy views yeah. and he says i mostly consult myself <laughs> <laughs> he actually said that <laughs> there's he's the guy's impervious the only way he the only way he might win is because he's impervious to any kind of negative publicity because that john mccain thing when he said that that should have put him out of the race. Yeah, it should have, but it didn't. It didn't because there's the, they call, because it's these hardcore people that are just standing behind him no matter what he says. It's hard. Everyone's like, oh, Romney's really showing that he's actually a good guy. And you're like, he got his fucking ador- endorsement like, you know, four years ago. He happily got that endorsement. So, yes. of course, now it's like you can't now be like, yeah, this guy's going to ruin the party. And it's like, well, then, dude, you took his money. Or you took, you know, his endorsement years ago. You can't now be on the other side of this. Yeah, I honestly believe if it came out that Donald Trump murdered somebody recently, and they were like, hey, he mur- we, we have evidence he murdered this guy, he would still stay in the race. Yeah, well, some of the really egregious stuff, like they just had the thing where, like, you know, like, you know, he's getting, a, he's connected. There, there was the rape accusations, which nobody, like, I don't, I don't know enough about. Yeah, and that kind of came and went a little bit. It kind of went, but he is connected, this is true, to a billionaire pedophile um, who's a, 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 you know, a, he was arrested for fucking pedophilia. It's on his record, you know? He's mm-hmm. connected to him, but so's Clinton. So it's yes. like, yeah. there's nothing, you can't like do anything about that where they all, they all went on that guy's private jets and went to his private parties. So. Jesus yep. Christ. It's like, so nobody's touching that, you know, but who knows? I mean, you yeah, know, we, we probably have friends that, that are fucking out. pedophiles and we don't know it, you know, so. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I want to end this segment. We probably have <laughs> friends that are, are pedophiles and we don't know it. Tune out, tune in next week to find out which one of our friends is a pedophile. <laughs> which one of our my dumb friends is a pedophile. Um, but you know who is here? Uh, one of, one of our very, very funny friends. And I'm glad, I'm glad, uh, she could do this. Uh, she's, uh, been on Conan. Uh, give it up for Megan Gailey, everybody. Hey, Megan. Megan, about condos Megan, for seven hours. Megan Gailey's here. You're you're kind of like Tim Dillon in the sense that you guys want to have like real money. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys want, like, you're, like, in the wrong business. It, it, but why you're both is, the funniest people to be in the wrong business. But why? Yeah, no one else. like Tim Dillon, and you're not like him at yeah, all. Except for, How about that? Yeah. No one else wants money? You don't want no, any no, money? No, no, I want a lot of money. It's just, like, the way you guys, you, both of you guys you, talk. Like, you guys talk like, like you want to like get, like, money. That's what they build, want. Yeah, yeah, you want, like, buildings on the Upper West Side. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I get any money, I won't speak to any of you again. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> ever again i don't blame you i'll sail on my like sometimes i'm like oh i'll take all my friends on vacation it's like oh i'll drop all of these people like oh they're God. dead to me <laughs> they're gone yeah all of these like fat misshapen people no oh i'm gonna get hot God. thin rich friends <laughs> you're gonna have taylor swift friends yeah well she doesn't want me i gotta i'm i'll have to have like yeah. tara reed yeah, you're more of a terrorist. That don't say, don't finish that sentence. Well, I'm not gonna talk about like your knees or something. Uh, <laughs> did you listen to that interview with Jenny McCarthy and Tara Reid? Oh man, no, I'm not up on my. It's insane. Do they fight? They fight. <gasps> Jenny McCarthy, Tom, uh, Sean, have you listened to this? No. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's awesome. Jenny McCarthy, I guess, has a a, uh, a serious radio interview show. Yeah. Yeah. She does. Uh, All the yeah. Real Housewives go on it. Oh, I don't know if it's still on or not. Oh, it is. Oh, it's on. <laughs> I was on. Yeah, Megan. Uh, what is it like? Dirty Gailey funny? over here. Uh, I have no idea. Something like but that. Tara dirty, came, sexy, funny. Dude, she came on. It is fucking amazing. Uh, like, you got to listen to this, but like, uh, she comes on and Jenny McCarthy just point blanks. Esther goes, So, can you talk to us about your surgeries? Okay. Like, you know, the ones that fucked up her boobs. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, I thought we weren't going to talk. Basically, like, you could tell. Uh, like, my we agent weren't gonna said talk we weren't going to do that. Yeah. And she goes, Well, I'm really looking forward to Sharknado. Like, she's like, <laughs> Really? And then she goes, uh, She goes, uh, oh, oh, she says something about her knees. Like, Oh, your knees look really good in those. And her knees look oh, off. Like, Jenny. and then Tara Reed just walks off, pissed off. I, I worked think... with JD McCarthy. She was super nice, but I know, but well, Jenny... yeah, but when you get two, like, two hot chicks together, they well, get two like over the hill hot chicks. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's exactly what it is. But like, Jenny doesn't believe in vaccinations. So it's like, right. you're insane too. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's not, she's not like a 60 minutes a interviewer. She fucked no. Up. She's not. Ugh, I feel bad for Tara Reid. I, but like, that's a weird thing to be like. Can we talk about your surgeries? Why don't we talk about the fact that you're a drug addict? Is she still a drug addict? I don't know. See, you she should have asked her. You say this, and you came in. You're like, oh, I went out too much <laughs> yeah, last night. Yeah, like, yeah. If I was Tara Reid, I'd be like, availed... can we how your kids are giving other kids smallpox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Megan came in. She goes, oh, I just went out too much last I night. Did. I went like, out too much. Where'd you go? I went, I stayed at, um, nerd, what's it called? Nerds? Nerd mail. Nerds, nerds. Are, nerds are us. I stayed at Nerds are us with all the wacky things. And then, and then I went to Jay's bar. Oh yeah. That place is cool. It is cool. Yeah. What's Jay's bar? It's a, it's a, it's Come a... on, Sean. <laughs> Get down with the LA bar scene. It's a bar. I'm not a cool it's a, LA comic. It's so out... it's a. It's it's across from Mallow, Mallow. Yeah, but it's in a strip mall, so you're like, oh god. But then you go in and you're like, cool. <laughs> and they have really good burgers. You're secretly like a strip mall queen. No, I'm not. <laughs> I loathe strip malls. I hate I, a regular mall. I like regular malls. Oh, I love a mall. <laughs> <laughs> I am never more at home than just in between a Nordstrom and a Bloomingdale's. Just like, where do I go? <laughs> yeah, 
you um, now I feel like Byron Allen, but no, it is kind of funny because when I talk to you, you have like the you have the background of somebody who's not because most comics I know are either like scumbags or nerds beforehand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you were like a sorority girl mm-hmm. and all that kind of sh- and mm-hmm. like. Megan was telling me her initiation for the sorority. It's she like tried like we were out and I'm like, oh, do you have like weird initiation? She's like, no, it's not that weird. We just did this and it was horrifying. Can you tell us what that is? It is horrifying. So it's um, I was a I was a Chi Omega. I want them. I'm always like they don't give me any love, but I shit on it constantly. So I'm like, oh, well, that's probably why they have Katie Couric and me. They picked her. Um, we I went to Purdue University and we lived in like a giant huge house. Ninety girls lived mm-hmm. in it, um, like a big old crazy mansion. But for initiation, a mansion that probably had slaves attached to it. <laughs> well, that's so funny th- that you say that. The uh, slaves pledge year round. It's just a nonstop pledge. We did have a we had a full kitchen staff and then a full cleaning staff. Were they wow. black and Hispanic? No, but the kitchen staff were also other students that were in like a co-op and they were all there on scholarship for being caddies and then they came and worked at our sorority house. What a horrible life. So like they didn't get paid. So they kind of were. (laughs) You know? Does that make sense? So they, uh, this is great. They didn't get paid at all? No. They got like, they got, you know, room and board or something. so is that, like they're they're indentured servants. They're indentured servants. So they went to school for free. And, no, I don't even think so. They didn't go to school. For <laughs> I don't free? think they went to school. They for just free. got room and board. Yeah, they just got room and board. And then it was we would oh do this God. awful thing once a year. We would like ask them questions to like get to know the people. I was wait a minute. What's the benefit of this? It's just they they, they get free room and board. Yeah, board. that's they, it. Yeah, yeah. They get they like go a to scholarship. Yeah. yeah, in some way. Yeah. So tell us, once a year you did what? We would ask them questions to be like, let's get to know the kitchen staff. <laughs> oh, my I God. Know. You guys, it's terrible. This is the whitest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, my dad, he was in a fraternity, and he had to work in a rival fraternity's kitchen. Oh, really? Yeah, because he t- – so oh. I'm like, so I'm, like I'm, a, I'm on the come up. Yeah. Yeah. So we would ask them questions, but all the questions were just like, which one of us would you marry? <laughs> so like self-serving who do you think is the thinnest (laughs) and there what like one one dude who was like so cool you could tell it was high constantly and you're just like you're cool dude um he said that he would marry me and i was so excited and then i remembered that the hottest girl in the sorority was also named Megan, and I was like, I think it's about her. <laughs> I, <don't>, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's not for me. Wait, um, so tell us about your initiation. I want to hear about so that. So through like Rush, they you know you get taken down into a basement and just basically first off already like you know you know when they take you down into a basement, there's never <laughs> been a a story that ended well that starts with you know yeah. when they take you down to a basement. <laughs> There's you know that more, age old tale of yeah. being brought well, down to underneath not, the That's ground. not how Tuesdays with Maury ends, you know. <laughs> it's really weird because the first time you like get your bid, it's like, oh my god, we love you, you're the best, you're so hot, you're so great, and then you get all these presents. And right. then the next time you go to the house, you literally get taken into a basement and called a dumb slut. <laughs> They're just like, wow. you guys are sluts. We know what you fucking did, and they would like make up these stories 
they'd be like, uh, you think we don't know you had butt sex with one of our boyfriends? And they would like make all the stories. <laughs> and you're 18, so you're thinking they're being for real. Yeah, and then you're like, oh my God, which one of my friends had butt sex with her boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so you like kind of turn on it. So it's sort of like mental warfare. If yeah. you make it through that entire process, you get to be initiated. So we had to um, take off all of our clothes and then put on... Why and I remember being like, I bet they're like completely camp. naked, or you had to wear no underwear, underwear and wear bra, underwear. but we had to wear like nude, we couldn't wear um, you had to wear flesh colored, flesh colored underwear oh my and bra. God. That's never a good look because <laughs> I always we'd always used to we had to do that for theater and shit where you yeah. wear like flesh color, and there's nothing less sexy than flesh color, yeah, because really. it's like, where is your pussy? You know, yeah, like exactly. it doesn't, <laughs> you're like, are you an alien? Is this part are of you, the uh, colonization? Are you a Barbie doll? And then they put us <laughs> yeah. in a in a white robe. And blindfold us, and then we're led into. We had a secret chapter room that we'd never seen before. You'd like heard maybe it existed, so you go down. I mean, you're blindfolded, so right. this is like eyes wide shut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I, like Megan literally said beforehand, she goes, "It really wasn't that bad." It really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the rumor was that we had to get into a coffin with a dead owl. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I know looking back on it it's like what an idiot I just I wanted Jesus. friends so badly you know so yeah. you, the whole time you're blindfolded and being led around you're like well I'm about to get in a coffin with a dead owl and so you get into like this cold room I suppose and then you climb into something and you're like well now I'm in a coffin but you're also like holding hands with two other girls you, they do it like three at a time. Yeah. And then you feel some sort of like sheet over you. They lay a sheet on you and then there's like weird chanting. And then oh and then God. you like sit up, they take the blindfold off of you, and then there's just a bunch of cheering blonde women. <laughs> and, and that's like, <laughs> what's and, the chant? I don't fucking know. But you I don't remember you, any but of did this. You, did you, the you chant went, is this, one of us. Yeah. yeah. Of us. <laughs> did you move up? Us. You moved up, though, right? What or, do you mean moved up? Well, I know I know you got, well, we'll I get got, to that yeah, in Yeah, I a got second. kicked out. I know you got kicked <laughs> out, but you got brought back in, right? Yeah. So you you found out what the chant was, right? No, of course. I'm sure I know. What's the chant? You don't remember it. Yeah. All I know is she doesn't remember. at some point we say, Ophilimus, Kai. I mean, there's like some weird song. There's weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> It's you weird. don't know what it means. You don't know any of it. Of course not. <laughs> Wait, so what do you mean you got kicked out? What did you... I got thrown out. So we had a cocaine bust. And... <laughs> <laughs> we had a cocaine bust. Not not my, not because of me. I was not doing cocaine in the house, but some of my friends were doing cocaine in the house. Yeah. And so then... The most popular girls. The, the hottest girls, for yeah, sure. Yeah, the hottest <laughs> girls did cocaine. I remember just being like, they do Tybo a lot. Um, <laughs> and it was, they're just bad cokeheads. Um, they love Jesus now. So, yeah, I got thrown out because they found alcohol in my room right after the cocaine bust, but I was 21, so I was like, they're not going to throw me out. But they were so sensitive because of our drug issue we were having yeah. that they threw me out. Um, but How then, did they find the cocaine? Did they just... Oh, this is... They brought in... So a fraternity had gotten thrown off campus for dealing cocaine out of the yeah. house and, like, bulldozed to the ground. So the university was, like, very sensitive about right. cocaine, I guess. It's like, let us have some goddamn fun. Right. Um, and so we were afraid, like, our president was afraid we were going to get thrown out. So she went to the executive board, which is just these old, stale, sad widows. 
and mm. was like, I think we have a cocaine problem. And they were like, we'll handle it. They called the police on us and brought in dogs. Wow. <laughs> we got locked in a room together. A lot of locking in rooms. So yeah. I'm a, not handling it. <laughs> no. We got locked in a room. They like came over and they were like, hey, everybody come down to the living room. We're going to have a meeting real quick. So we all go down there. They lock us in there, brought the police in. Wow. Yeah. And so like we and like I knew how what much was, coke do they find? Not a lot. I knew what was going on because yeah. but only like four of us did because they yeah. the girls kept it pretty hush hush. I guess not enough. And I'm just looking at one of the girls like, oh, fuck. like, I know you have cocaine in the house. And then my friend, she had weed and she's like, oh, and I'm like, they don't want you. So that one girl was now. a rat. She ratted out the whole place. I know, but they were afraid. <laughs> yeah, I, but it, still. Oh, no, it really, it divided the house. I mean, one of the girls, yeah, she was like a bad coquette. She was like spilling bleach places. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but you don't, like, my friend, you know, my best buddy, one of my, my best friend in, in college, and actually he's leaving L.A. now, which sucks because he's from L.A., but they had, like, they lived with a drug dealer, and, like, this dude... <laughs> They were an idiots. We they were idiots to live with this guy, but yeah. literally, like, he woke up in the middle of the night with a fucking assault rifle in yes. his face, yeah. and they threw him to the ground. And like this guy they lived with had you know like a a, a safe with ecstasy in it and a gun, so it did not look <laughs> wow. good. What a cool um, guy. Yeah, I lived in that house the year beforehand, um, and I really wish there was more drug dealers there, but uh, you know there there wasn't when I was there. I lived, you know, like I. <laughs> I lived that in that house when I, my roommate was a guy who used to be cool, but then he came back that summer and was a born again. And I'm like, fuck. Oh. I By used fucked. to be cool, you mean ecstasy and guns? Yeah, ecstasy yeah. and guns. <laughs> and then I left, and then the uh, and then the drug dealer moved into my place. And I'm oh, like, okay. you guys got the fun roommates. Um, the drug dealer replaced you. The drug dealer replaced me. What an upgrade! So they got rid of you for yeah, this is a huge <laughs> upgrade. Uh, so they got so they got rid of you for the alcohol. The they room. got rid of me for the alcohol, but then they needed me. I used to always MC the mom's weekend brunch. Oh my god! And so they were like, "Hey, we're not gonna throw you out until after the brunch." You're so like the guy, the girl dates, and like you're like Christian Reese Witherspoon in American Psycho. You know, like you're who the guy dates while he does all the sociopath shit on the side. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I remember being so afraid that my parents were gonna kill me. Yeah. And when I finally told them, my dad was like. Those old stale twats. I'm gonna buy you a fucking hotel suite, and you can have a mattress made of vodka. And I was like, "What?" I was like, "How have I learned any lessons?" And he's like, "You don't need to learn a lesson." I mean, this is why I've turned out this way. I have parents that enable every poor decision I make. So it ended up you got kicked out, and then and then I got down back the road, in. You got was, let back in. Yeah, I was friends with the one black girl in the house. She's yeah. my roommate, and so I had her come and testify. I know how the world works. She testified. She testified. <laughs> she yeah. cried tears, real tears, real tears. Yeah, I mean, she was my friend, and she was like, "Don't throw her out. She's great." She's and what, what year was that in school? Was it like it was, junior year? It was year my or? junior year. And so then all of senior year, I was technically not allowed to go to any events for the house. But people oh, wow. people would just bring me like as their date. Ugh. <laughs> but did you come back? Weren't you kind of like, fuck these cunts? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I moved out senior year. And most of my friends pulled their pin. That's... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's insane. Yeah, they pulled their pin, um, which what means they is? quit. They're like, they don't want to be associated. They, want, they don't want to be alumni. They didn't pay any dues or anything. Wow. But I went to the house a lot senior year because they had food there. So I'd go steal food. Good for you. Thank you. Went, went it back. But booze was mostly your thing. Yeah, booze, weed. What else, you, what, what, what else did you You never did anything else? In college? Yeah. What? After no, that? once I once when I was visiting my brother, I um I did cocaine with a man named Dewan, and I only remember that because he had Dewan tattooed on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we did cocaine. I, that's a good way to make you make you remember. At his at his office building, off of his boss's desk. <laughs> oh I was nineteen. God. I was nineteen. Did you guys hook up too, or no? I think we made out, and uh -huh. then. And then it was clear he wanted to have sex. And I was like, oh, I don't want to have sex. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I just did cocaine with him. He definitely. So then I left. And he, <laughs> yeah. was, upset. he was pretty upset. He was upset. <laughs> yeah. But my best friend from home was there and she's like mentally ill. Like, yeah. But in the most fun way. So she was like <laughs> banging on the door like, give me my white friend. <laughs> <laughs> Give was... me my coke instead of coke sweat. It was my curse coke first baser. Yeah. Uh, what is? But you you were telling me you accidentally. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was. I went to. I traveled around Europe alone for six weeks. Yeah. Which as for those of you that don't know me, really bad idea. Yeah, that's how uh, forty eight hours episodes yeah, start. No, I I have a very mean gay friend that once told me I was living the life Natalie Holloway thought she was gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like so mean. Um, <laughs> uh, so I like I went to o Oktoberfest in Munich alone. I just was like, yeah, I can do this. And so I made friends, obviously, because I'm like a fun party slut. And <laughs> I like were I was hanging out with these. It was actually two Long Island Jews, and they kept being like, "Can you believe we're in Germany?" And I'm like, "Stop." Um, <laughs> so the one guy, he was like, "My fr my cousin's gonna come down from Amsterdam." So I was like, cool, he sounds great. Um, and then he was like, tidbit, he he is fleeing um, charges in the U.S. That's why he lives in Amsterdam. And I was like, what are the charges for? And he said, murder. So I was like, cool. Oh, my um, God. So this murderer comes, and he's so oh. nice and fun. <laughs> I was like, you're great. And then we, we were very, very, very fucked up. Yeah. And in Germany, they have this stuff called snuff. Yeah. And it's, you, like, snort it. Yeah. And it. It's not it's like tobacco basically and they just sell it like openly out on the street so we had like been doing that all day and then the murderer came and he had other snuff stuff that was like a little different i felt like than the snuff was <laughs> like, this snuff's more fun <laughs> this stuff is way more fun um so i did his snuff which i found out in a very bad way was heroin <laughs> Oh my Whoa. God. <laughs> what, was, what was the bad way? What was the very bad way? The next day, I just was like, oh my God. Like it was hallucinating. Right. Like, like the saddest, worst, gross. I felt like my. You're insides. like that Helen Hunt movie where she jumps out the window. <laughs> Which one is that what? one? She, there's a movie from the know. 70s where Helen, it's, in a high, it's a high school and there's like drugs are rampant oh, in high school. Oh, girls just want to have fun. And, and Helen Hunt. Uh, <laughs> snorts this PCP in in a lab in Different the high school movie. and jumps yeah. out the window of the lab. Oh, my God. 
and then starts taking shards of glass and cutting her arms and going, see, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't Oh, no, I'm that Actually, I don't know if you guys knew this. That was the original ending of Mad About You. That's how they were going to wrap the series up. Well, in the process of being, because I didn't know I was on heroin that night, I don't think, because I was like so drunk and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, it was like, I definitely felt fucked up. But I like asked the man, I was like, did you kill those people? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 and then I just like stayed hanging out with these people. Was, like, what did, who were the people? Just these men I met. No, who were the people he killed? Oh, I don't know. Two men in Miami, of course. <laughs> when I heard it was Miami, I'm like, oh, so it was they, like a drug thing. Com- yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't. I don't like, know why I was like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. It wasn't like a family or like runaways. No, no, no. I think or he, like a serial killer thing. No, yeah. I think he was like kind of a. He had like a shaved head. Yeah. I think he was like a wild dude. He was in drugs and stuff. He had, he just casually brought heroin, you know? He was a drug dude. So he killed two he brought, people. He brought like when you have when you have company, that kind of heroin. When you have yeah. guests. Exactly. Megan, um we're uh, w- w- this is going to come out this week. What can we uh, Oh boy. I don't know why. What can we, sorry. What can okay, we promote? What can we promote? Oh, where am Oh, I'm going to be in Chicago. I'm going to be in Chicago this week. This weekend, yeah, this because this, this will come out Thursday. Probably. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, that's oh, too long. Oh, where? It's Annie's? Um, no, I'm doing the Comedy Expo. Oh, when cool. When they took Just for Laughs away from Chicago, five Chicago comics were like, we'll make our own festival then. That's awesome. And so this is third year. I've done it every year. It's so great. I have a show Friday at Shuba's. That's great. Cool. Cool. So, Thank yeah. you. And fo- what are you on Twitter? I'm Megan Gailey on Twitter. Uh-huh. On Instagram, I'm better Megan Gailey because this dumb fat bitch took Megan Gailey and I had to <laughs> send her a message. She has now since given Megan Gailey up, and I'm like, I don't want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want your sloppy seconds, Megan Gailey. <laughs> yeah, get, the, get that rib sauce off your face. Sean, how is Mr. Rickles? He's good. He's really good. He's I at home right now. He's he's hot from the heat, so he passes out all the time, but he's doing good. I saw him doing some yoga. Also, side note, your wife is looking very fit and tan and hot. She is. Uh, she does a lot of yoga, yeah. and she eats really well. And, yeah, she's she gets way tanner than I do. I'll tell you she that much. Looks, she's half Italian, so she gets she tan. She looks great. I, uh, I, I, I thought, well, Muriel was really excited because she, she came home and she thought Sean was doing yoga, but he'd actually uh, got a... Uh, mozzarella sticks stuck in the air conditioning vent. <laughs> oh, no. Wouldn't it be under the couch? Yeah, well, I was thinking of it was stupid. <laughs> I thought it, it was a real story. No, that's the thing. Uh, I was thinking of, like, I couldn't now. think of like a... I pretend that he's not fat. In the radiator. I know, but I'm working on it. But we'll talk about that you earlier great in the too, episode. You Sean, too. I just wanted you to know. I oh, just, thank I you. I gotta give women props, you know? Of course. I, I, I give your dog, then your wife, then you. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> thank you for doing this, Megan. That thank was you awesome. so much. Right, I'm gonna walk. Thank, uh, you. thank you very much. I miss you, Sean. I miss you too. I'll t- uh, when you're in New York, let me know. Okay, I'll let you know. All right, cool. Thanks. <laughs> All right, goodbye. All right, guys, we got to wrap the show up. So you know what that means? It's time for talk. Ta- oh, fuck. <laughs> Cut that part out. Keep that in. No. Keep that in, God. Tom. All right. All right. <laughs> Was there a fly in the studio? Oh, What's the... What's All right. Gonna... We got to wrap this show up. That means it's time for Tom's, Tom's haunting, haunting realization, realization of the week. Of the week. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
that was wow. Well, that was great. All right, you ready? Sure, sure. Um, let's see. Uh, somebody, uh, you know, my my Twitter handles Tom Dog, but I have uh, other social media handles that are uh, DJ Tom Dog, and people have asked me why that's there, and it's because. <laughs> I used to be I used to be a DJ um, <laughs> a while ago, and and when I moved to when I moved to Massachusetts, Massachusetts was the first place in the country that allowed same-sex marriage. Um, and I had I have a I have a lot of I have a, a lot of uh, friends who are, are gay, and I got to DJ. Uh, four gay weddings in pretty short order in Massachusetts. They're all lesbian weddings, and um, you know, I mean, it was it was it was fun. It, it, those were good good times. You know, a lot of father daughter father daughter dances and, and that kind of thing. But but uh, every single one of those every single one of those marriages is like father daughter <laughs> They've all ended horrifically, like. <laughs> <laughs> just, just brutal. Like you know, one with a lawsuit, another with restraining orders, and the the you know the the one you know uh, having to go like undercover and changing her name and moving out of. It's just <laughs> every single one of them. So I, I guess yeah, it, it's if you have a if you have a, a female friend, you know you don't like her her fiance. You know, you should hire me because I'm a death knell. I will kill that marriage. It's... <laughs> Jesus happen. Christ! So what? Every how many weddings did you DJ? I DJ. I never knew I, this about you. Yeah, I DJed. I, I I DJed four lesbian weddings. I mean, I did a whole bunch like over this but, period. Okay, I, but I the four that. lesbian ones, all yeah. of them, all of the marriages are don't do not exist. They all ended. All of them ended. All the straight ones, everyone's together. Uh, I did a bunch of straight <laughs> ones. I did like 10 in the same period of time. I did like 10 or 12 straight weddings. They're all together. They're all doing great. I feel they like, had, are you like a secret, like weapon of the Westboro Baptist church? I think, it is. I think that's what it is. You know, I mean, I, I played what they wanted me to play. What did they I want mean, you to play? You know, lots of fucking like KD Lang and Indigo, Indigo Girls. It was like, you sound it was so... homophobic when you talk about the song selection for these gay they, weddings. I, it was, I mean, the, what was disappointing was so how stereotypical the list of what they wanted to play was. <laughs> I literally, I had the same you know, set of You notice this, Sean, he, like, this shit with Darren too, like you're not really a black man, he'll say that. Like, sh <laughs> like Tom is like secretly conservative, even though he says he's a Bernie Sanders supporter. <laughs> Yeah, he's not very progressive at all. Yeah, the, only, the most progressive thing about him is he just lives in the woods. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's actually that's really more of a throwback to the 1600s. Yeah, he's got well, a Kaczynski thing going on. Yeah, I'm so I'm so non-progressive that these lesbian couples would would. So have. one ended in the girl losing her identity. Like, so they all ended in restraining orders, physical fights. It was just like one nightmare after the next. Like they were. Yeah. You basically wed wedded the Ike and Tina of lesbians. Yes, like couple after couple like that. It's just like, oh my, yeah, it was really, it was really bad. Um, well, definitely don't use Tom for your fucking wedding then. I mean, if if I mean if you're straight, by all means, it'll work. It. 
I have a great. You know track what? If you're record. straight, no, don't do, don't do it either. Just because it's gonna. Yeah, probably. Well, Tom, that was uh, yeah, that was pr- you. You really have had one one horrible life. <laughs> real, real. Tom has so many different levels to his life. Like he has his whole like West Coast California life. And then when he moved to the Boston area, he was a DJ, and then he got married and stuff like. Like he yeah. has so many different like, like part, so many different like, chapters. Almost to his every life. yeah, like every single like every era, uh, like he's had three different eras not respect him, which is really interesting. Well, I, I'm a dad now. You know, you, you guys said something about the. Bird. Oh yeah, what we, oh. What, what we play? We listen. <laughs> if you listen to. The end of last week's episode, Tom played. Did you listen to that, Aaron? Oh, yeah, I Aaron listened to it. It is. It's actually super sad. It's really <laughs> sad. <laughs> it's the. It's. It, you listen to Tom played the audio recording of the birds that died in his attic, or were or are dying, and I think this the it, it it's really this. But I think the, the the most chilling part about it is, Sean. You you say what it is. Well, right when he's he's it's literally Tom going okay and. I'm gonna, if you hear that, that's the fan I have to use to cover it up so my kids don't hear it. Uh, that's the fan. You hear the fan. And now uh, these are the birds. And then you hear the birds. And then you just hear a little boy's voice go, Dad? Yeah, so you can't hear anything when the fan is on in here. Dad? Shh, shh. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> and, then, and then Tom's like, okay, I have to get out of here. I have to <laughs> Because you were hiding in his closet, right? <laughs> Wait, were you hiding? That's that's I forgot about that element of it. You were hiding in your kid's closet, right? No, I just snuck in. I snuck in. Wait, when he was asleep? Yeah, yeah. You know, to like here, see, here's what it. We have what? to turn the fans. We have to turn the fans up so that Tom, they can sleep. Tom, you <laughs> snuck in your kid's room while it, he was sleeping with recording equipment. And hid in his closet? I didn't go in his closet. I just went in and said, see, this is how loud the How traumatic is. is that for a kid? That alone could be ne- next week's haunting realism. <laughs> so your kid woke up and, like, what, did you have, like, a boom mic to the wall? <laughs> no, I was he hits him in the head with the boom mic by accident. No, I was standing on a chair up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a house of That's horrors! That's like the that Conjuring is. or something. <laughs> I tell you guys, I do, I do miss both of you though, and I'm looking forward to our show in Montreal at the end of the month. Yeah, uh, it's actually two weeks from today, and you know uh, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about what we're going to do up there. We're still working out, you know, what our guests are going to be, and uh, it's really going to be a lot of fun, guys. So, so come by and check it out. You, there's tickets on my website, and we have a Facebook invite. Um, which uh, and uh, you know I mean we're all going to be blasting it and p- please please come out if you're absolutely in and also I, this works here uh, this is a good section for this uh, we're trying to get the word out about the podcast more please like us on Facebook uh, uh, follow us on Twitter it's at Dumb Friends Cast on Twitter it's my Dumb Friends Podcast at Gmail on uh, that's our email if you want to write us a message right Tom is that it. Yeah, uh, it's my dumb friends podcast at gmail.com. Right, that's what I said. Okay, cool. Uh, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Please write to us. We love hearing from people. It actually makes it makes for better shows. We bring up a lot of the letters that we get, so it, it really is an interactive podcast. We're we're so excited for the Montreal show. And if you're in the area or you know people in the area, 
give them a heads up that we're going to be there. We want a, a full audience for the show to make it even that much better. Yeah, it's 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 really we we really could use all the help uh, that we could get on this. And um, just for me next week, uh, I think well this comes out Thursday, so I will have been on at midnight. So there'll probably be some clips on Comedy Central you can check out. Um, and uh, I'm, I have I, I have shows at the Nerdist next Thursday. I have show at the Comedy Store that Friday. I'm at uh, the Acme Comedy Club in L.A. That Thursday, and then the next week, I'm doing like "Put Your Hands Together, Say Yeah" and the Viper Room, and and the Improv will be the Improv. A lot of shows in LA. Um, also, uh, check out uh, "Not Safe with Nikki Glazer" after Tosh on Tuesdays at Comedy Central. We've got by the time this comes out, we'll have two more episodes left, and they should be really fun. And I'm uh, I also co-host the Not Safe podcast, and uh, you can get my my album on my uh, on my website and check out a lot of my shorts there. And I am the night that the podcast comes out, the day it comes out, that night I'll be at the Comedy Cellar at the Village Underground in New York City. And I'm home that weekend in New York, so chances are I'll be at the Comedy Cellar at some point that weekend, uh, the Saturday and Sunday, uh, the Friday, Saturday, I should say. And I have an album out. It's called Manual Labor Face. It's on Comedy Central Records. It's on iTunes. Please download it. Please review it if you dig it. Not if you don't like it. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. But if you like it, <laughs> yeah. if you like it review it. Uh, and I'm at Shawnee Time on Twitter. Uh, Tom, you got anything? Yeah, um, a couple shout-outs uh, to people who donated uh, via our Tumblr page, which is mydumbfriendspodcast.tumblr.com. We have a safe and secure PayPal link there. Michael M. and Chester H. both donated this last week. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, it's going to help us uh, promote our Just for Laughs show. Yes. and and everything so really appreciate it uh so that's my dumb friends podcast.tumblr.com cool thanks guys this was fun this all right cool. guys thanks so much thank you mary was a boxer who set out to beat the world grew up thanks for listening to our podcast here's where you can see our host performing live Sean Donnelly is performing in and around New York City. For specifics on show dates and times, go to SeanDonnellyComedy.com and follow him on Twitter at SeanyTime. That's S-E-A-N-Y-T-I-M-E. Dan St. Germain is performing in and around Los Angeles. This week, he'll be at the Hollywood Improv, Flappers. He'll be on the At Midnight Show. He'll be doing Nerd Melt. The Comedy Store and many more spots. Go to danstgermain.net and check out his schedule. Follow him on Twitter at dsgermain. Of course, we're building up to our big show in Montreal at the Just for Last Festival. You can easily find us on their uh, mobile site, which is hahaha.com. Just type in my dumb friends or Sean or Dan's name and they will pop up with our show. Please, please share our event page from Facebook. Uh, just go to the My Dumb Friends page. You'll see our event for July 30th, Saturday, July 30th. And share it amongst your friends. If you are going to the festival, we'd love for you to come by to our show. And if you know anybody going to the festival or who lives in Montreal, please point them towards our show. We'd love to have a, a good crowd there for our show. It's at noon on Saturday, July 30th. Uh, again, that's at hahaha.com and do a search for My Dumb Friends and, and we're right there. It's very exciting. 
Thanks again, everybody, for your support. We'll be back next week. For other cool comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Yes, we're a part of the All Things Comedy Network. We're one of many great comedy podcasts. That's allthingscomedy.com. Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. possible I've never been beat